Welcome to Mystery Books Podcast, where you'll discover new mystery books and authors. I'm USA Today bestselling mystery author Sarah Rosette. I'm also a bookworm who specializes in the mystery genre. I love sharing my favorite mystery discoveries from classic golden age novels to contemporary cozies. This episode is all about Death in a Deck Chair by K.K. Beck. Death in a Deck Chair was published in 2011 and is the first book in the Iris Cooper series. Here's the blurb. It's 1927, and young Iris Cooper is sailing home to America after traveling all around the world with her aunt in this affectionate homage to the 1920s detective novels. Aboard the SS Ariana, she encounters an international cast of characters with secrets and solves a murder with a wisecracking newspaper man, Jack Clancy. All right, here is the first line. That day in August, when we boarded the Ariana in Southampton for our journey home was damp and miserable. All right, so the setting of this is obviously a shipboard mystery. It's set in the 1920s, and it features Iris Cooper, who is 19. She has cruised around the world with her aunt, who is a very affectionate woman who doesn't have children, but has sort of stood in place of Iris's mother, who died. And um, she's taken Iris on this cruise around the world, and now they're returning home to America. Now, we learn in the first couple of lines of the book that Iris has had a wonderful time. She's enjoyed visiting all these places, but she's still longing for a little bit of adventure. She is portrayed as a very ordinary girl. She is not spectacular or beautiful. It reminds me in a way of the beginning of Jane Austen's Northanger Abbey, where Catherine is described as just kind of average. (laughs) She's not a romantic heroine. And Iris is the same way. She is um, had a wonderful time on this trip, but she's longing for something adventurous to happen. She spent her life being responsible, taking care of her younger brothers and sisters. And this trip has been fun and she's enjoyed it, but she's longing for a little bit more. Okay, so some of the other characters in this book that she meets aboard the ship are um, a professor and his secretary, who is a man, not a woman. Secretary, in my mind, brings to mind a woman for some reason, but this man's secretary is a man. We have a judge and his wife. We have a British colonel, a piano player who is part of the shipboard crew. Then we have a reporter who's traveling on the ship and actress along with a European count. So this is like the classic setup for a mystery where you have all these um, diverse characters coming together in a closed setting, in this case, the ship. Okay, let's talk about themes really quickly. Um, We've got several themes in this that are pretty common to 1920s mysteries. The more that I read in this time period, the more I see this theme coming up. The first is the changing times, the disappearance of the old way of doing things. There's a modern way that's coming to be prevalent and things are changing. Um, It's like the disappearance or the um, fading in importance of the royal families of Europe is one of the things that's mentioned in this book. But there's some friction involved in that because there's people that don't want the old ways to change and there's some people still clinging to that. So there's that's explored in this book a little bit. And then another theme that's very common for 1920s fiction is divisions. We have age divisions. We have Iris, who's very young, and then we have her working with 
uh, the different people on the ship to solve this mystery. Once there, there is a death and once that happens, Iris is able to get herself put on the committee to investigate because they want to have this all squared away when they get into port so that nobody has to be detained or they would rather have it all taken care of. So the captain appoints a panel basically to investigate and Iris manages to get herself on the panel as the secretary stenographer because she has these uh, business skills. She's the only woman on the panel and on this panel, she's very young and uh, the professor, the colonel, the captain, they're all older. So there's the age divisions there. There's also the gender divisions going on. And then there's class divisions. We have on the ship the um, wealthiest class. You've got the first class passengers. And then you have, like, among them, you have the royalty, the count, the uh, sort of, I guess you'd call it pop culture royalty, what we would think of it now with the actress there. And then you have the um, people who would be in more of the middle class or the lower classes. And so there's very clearly delineated lines for class aboard the ship and in society at that time as well. And then you have the divisions in nationality. And that's something that comes up in this book that people are very aware of which culture and ethnic groups people come from, and they keep track of that. And that influences the way they behave towards each other, which is also part of the clues for the mystery. All right. So the tropes on this, I think you have first the um, ordinary um, Iris Cooper, who she is a plucky average Jane, you might say she's smart, but she's often overlooked. And part of that is because she's a woman. And part of that is because of her age in this book, she sort of comes into her own. And I enjoyed watching her begin to step out more on her own and find where she's going to fit in the world. Another trope of this book is the shipboard mystery. One of my favorites. Um, I love these enclosed travel mysteries, basically like you have the train, the mystery on the train, the mystery on the ship. Those are two of my favorites. And then you have, of course, the classic whodunit setup with lots of suspects. All of the characters in the book are tropes to some extent. Like the actress, you have, you know, she seems glamorous and beautiful, but then is there anything else behind that? And you find with many of these characters that they do have an interesting backstory, that they are more than just the stereotype. And then, as I mentioned earlier, with the shipboard mystery, you have automatically the closed circle because nobody can go anywhere and your pool of suspects is already on the ship. It's already there. Okay, so as far as the story behind the story and the fun facts, there's not a lot online available about this story, and I have not read anything in particular about K.K. Beck, who is the author. That's two initials, the letter K, letter K, and then the last name Beck, B-E-C-K. Um, her Amazon bio says that she lives in Seattle, Washington, and is the author of 17 crime novels. She is an Edgar Award nominee and an Agatha Award nominee. That is basically all I could find about her. Okay, so some other read-alikes for this book. If you enjoyed this, you would probably enjoy another book by K.K. Beck I've read. is called The Revenge of Kali Ra, and is spelled, that's K-A-L-I hyphen R-A. It is a really fun book. It's a, got a modern storyline, and it's a tribute to the 1920s pulp fiction, and it's sort of that in a mashup of that in mysteries with a little, um, magical realism elements, I guess you'd say in it, but it's, uh, it is very well done. It's very funny and very entertaining. So if you like KK Beck's writing style, you'd probably enjoy that. 
And um, if you like shipboard mysteries, I would, of course, recommend Death on the Nile. That's like the premier, most well-known shipboard mystery by Agatha Christie. Then um, there is a series called the Ocean Liner series. And book one in that is called Murder on the Lusitania by Edward Marston. Then there's another series. Um, it begins with a shipboard mystery. It's by Lee Strauss, and it's called Murder on the SS Rosa, R-O-S-A. Now that series, only the first book is on a ship, but the it's a um, book one in a series. And then um, all of those are historical. If you want a modern day mystery set on a ship, look for A Cruise to Die For by Charlotte. Charlotte Elkins and Aaron Elkins. It's a husband and wife writing team. And that is a modern day series. It is about a woman who is an art consultant and she is invited to go on a cruise in the Aegean and it's a luxury yacht. So if you liked, um, been woman in cabin 10 and you would like a lot more of a mystery element to it, then this would be a book that you would enjoy a cruise to die for by Charlotte and Aaron Elkins. If you like average Jane protagonists, just your ordinary woman caught up in an extraordinary adventure, then I would recommend The Astonishing Adventure of Jane Smith by Patricia Wentworth. And I talked about that in season one, episode eight, and I'll link to that if you want to look at that. It is set in the 1920s, and that is like one of the original plucky sleuths that inspired me to write my high society series. So question of the week, what is your favorite sort of average Jane protagonist mystery. I guess it doesn't have to be a mystery. If you just have a plain Jane type story, and that's the favorite character of yours, then let me know what your favorite is. I would love to hear. You can send me a message on um, Instagram at Sarah Rosette. That's no H on Sarah and no E on Rosette. Or you can leave a comment on the show notes for this episode, which will be at sarahrosette.com forward slash deck, like death in a deck chair. I hope this podcast has let you revisit a favorite book or perhaps helped you discover a new author to try. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope you'll tell a fellow mystery reader. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.